Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sestonica, the first sustainability recognition for vacation rental homes. What if vacation rental professionals could influence millions of travellers to make their own homes more sustainable? Show the world that you have taken steps to make your vacation rental consume less and get your badge on sestonica.com. We believe that change requires leadership. Speaking of big commitments and leadership, I want to thank our upcoming panelists for their big commitments and their leadership in this category. So without further ado, let's introduce our panelists. Deborah Lobby is going to be our moderator, and we're also joined by Bob Garner, excuse me, Bob Garner, Vanessa D'Souza-Lage, and Tara Scott. This group of leaders stands out for their commitment, but also their knowledge of how environmental initiatives are not only good for the planet, but also smart business. With that, I'd love to turn the floor over to Deborah to kick off day two of the RR Summit. Thank you. Thank you so much, David. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you, Rent Responsibly team and partners. And hello, everyone, and welcome to this session where we're going to um, we're going to help you tap into the large and flourishing market of sustainable travelers. A year ago, I invited myself to attend an invite-only meeting about sustainability. Bob's, in fact. I knew absolutely nothing about sustainability, and so I was precisely the person this meeting was trying to figure out how to target and convince to go cleaner and greener. My lack of knowledge and understanding about the subject, subject had kept me feeling indifferent, even paralyzed from doing anything. Besides, a year ago, it wasn't even part of the daily or even weekly industry conversation. So I started the Green Park podcast then to help people like me. I knew sustainability was going to be a hot topic and to get ahead of the pack, you need to do something now. Well, your now starts now. Today, we're taking you through some of the basics and hopefully by the end, you may discover you are already on your green path or you may have some notes to help you get started on it. So without further ado, let's meet the panel. If you could all introduce yourself and let us know why it is that you're here today. Bob, you go first. Sure, hi, uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, my name is Bob Garner. Uh, I run Casal di Fichi, a sustainable holiday department in Italy, which I've been doing for 18 years. Uh, last year, I founded Green VR Events, where we try and help the 50 or so events in our industry, short-term rentals, to be more sustainable, to put sustainability on the agenda. And just recently this year, I launched Enviro Rental, which is really about giving resources, information, tips, techniques, and tools to our industry for free so people can start or progress on their sustainability journey. Thank you very much, Bob and Vanessa. Hi, good morning or good afternoon. Uh, I'm Vanessa. I'm a tech entrepreneur in the vacation, vacation rental industry. Started off by having an OTA in the very early days before Airbnb. <laughs> and, uh, and then I founded a, co-founded a channel manager 
called uh, Rentals United. And just last year in December, so it's very uh, early days for us still, uh, I founded uh, Sustonica, co-founded Sustonica. And Sustonica is the first sustainability badge for vacation rentals around the world. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Vanessa. And Tara. Hello, Tara. Hi, and thanks for having me here as well. Um, I'm Tara. My business is ClickBooks Day, and we're a holiday property management uh, company based in Scotland, which is very sunny today, thankfully. Um, we've been running the business now since 2005, so I've seen lots of changes over that time. But it was really during COVID and the first lockdown that made us really think about how we wanted to take the business forward. Um, and at that point, we decided that um, our core values really did focus around sustainability and um, looking after the, the, the planet, but also our own well-being and, uh, and that of our guests and our, and our contractors as well. So we decided at that point to implement some changes to the business and have that real um, focus on sustainability at the heart of the business as well. Um, and yeah, so we're still learning as well, but uh, yeah. hopefully we've we've come a little bit on the journey. Fantastic. Well, we're going to start off with uh, an, another why. My favourite, Simon Seneca says, start with a why. So, Bob, this is a question for you. We're going to start off with why are we here? Why are we having this conversation? Why should property managers be listening? Basically, what is the problem? Okay, yeah, uh, it's a good question and one that people can't often uh, think of what the immediate answer is. Everyone's clear that there's a climate emergency, the planet is warming up, um, we're releasing too much carbon dioxide, which is warming up the planet, which is causing the problems around fires and floods and raising the, the sea temperature and the sea level, uh, acidification of the seas. And this is affecting various parts of the world uh, really significantly already. And as we continue to see the temperature rising, it will get worse and worse. I think everybody is probably aware of that and uh, is understanding what the issues are. So we're often told that we need to get to net zero before 2050, which is net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And also keep our emissions, uh, sorry, the heating below 1.5 degree Celsius uh, before 2050. Unfortunately, since the Industrial Revolution, we're already at 1.1 degrees and we're expected to breach the 1.5 degree level in the early uh, 2030s. So the problem is there and uh, everyone talks about 2050, but people find it difficult to imagine that far ahead and imagine what they can do or should do or the implications of it all. So one of the interim goals that's clearly there to achieve before we reach 2050 is to reduce our emissions by 50% by 2030. That's every country, every person, every company, every organization, everybody reducing their emissions on average by 50% by 2030. And that includes the short-term rental industry, every property manager, every tech company, every host, etc. Now, the, the problem then is, is that first of all, most people aren't even aware of that, that target. They're not aware that they need to be reducing their emissions by that much by 2030. And bear in mind, for every year you delay, you have to do even more to reach that target. So it's clearly a, a real big problem. Uh, emissions in our industry, in tourism generally, and in short-term rentals are still rising. And we haven't even plateaued. 
So the idea is to try and get people talking about sustainability, understanding there's a climate emergency, but also trying to get people to take action and not wait. It's really easy to wait and go, well, I'll wait for this person to do it or that organization to do it or somebody to change the regulations. Or, and, and we can't wait for some of those things to happen. We need to get people engaged. On Saturday is Earth Day, which is when we come together to celebrate uh, the planet that we live on and to try to protect it. Uh, that was launched in 1970 um, and we'll be celebrating and campaigning on Earth Day. And we have been doing all this week in, in Earth Week. But what we do need to try and do is get our industry engaged to educate them, to inform them, to help them. Nobody is criticizing. We're all on the same journey and we've all got to start to make progress. But what a lot of people are struggling with is, is what to do and, and how to start. And we'll come on to that, I'm sure, in these conversations. Mm -hmm. But the why is because the planet is heating up. We have some targets to meet. We're nowhere near meeting them. And we need to start to take action um, because ultimately... That the planet will not be survivable. We cannot survive if the temperature keeps going up and up. And mm. it may not affect us. I'll probably be dead by 2050. So, but the generations to come, those are the people that will have to pick up the tab. And so yeah. we need to take action. And the sooner we take it, the easier it will be. Yeah. I, I might just add too that when you say a target of net 50% uh, reduction by 2030. Property managers aren't expected to go, boom, 50% in one go. It's a slow, slow, slow gradation. So the steps that we're going to talk about today is the path to dropping your emissions closer to 50%, on the way to 50%. So don't be fearful of like, how am I going to get to 50% just like that? It's a slow process. So, yeah. And just to say, if I may just add there, yeah, yeah you're absolutely course. right. And the Travel Foundation, who were one of the leaders in the industry, produced a report three or four weeks ago, which essentially said our industry cannot survive business as usual. It has to adapt. It needs to change. It needs to adopt policies and practices and procedures that will help us achieve that step change year on year. And if we each person can do a little, we can get there a lot quicker. Mm, yes. So moving on to... The guests. So there is a huge audience of guests, of travellers looking for sustainable um, sustainable properties. So who are these travellers and what sort of properties are they looking for? And do you think the demand will continue to increase? Vanessa, this one's for you. Thanks, Eva. Um, will the demand? Yes, absolutely. It's likely to, to increase the demand for sustainable travel in general. And there's few reasons for that. Uh, one is that corporations are taking, uh, adopting sustainable travel policies. And, and secondly, governments around the world also are looking at regulations to, to, uh, to, to promote sustainable tourism. And I think the, the real game changer that we're already seeing is that this, this growing awareness, what you guys were talking about just now, is that there's a growing awareness of environmental issues, which has a, a direct impact on consumer preferences, right? So, and long lasting impact as well. So the wonderful thing is that vacation rentals are inherently more, more sustainable. You know, we offer dispersed tourism 
Um, we make sure that homes don't sit empty, so it's resource utilization. Uh, we consume much less energy in general than hotels. Uh, for example, we don't have uh, also less water. You know, we don't have giant flower beds to to water. Uh, we only light a few rooms, not hundreds of rooms. So environmentally conscious travelers are likely to choose vacation rentals over hotels anyway. Um, also, and I'd like to mention this, thanks to Airbnb, you know, they their vacation rentals are seen as this authentic local experience. And that's part of, of sustainable tourism, very much so. So, but let's look at today. Yeah, what's the situation today? And, uh, and we have some incredible stats with, uh, with Booking.com uh, just recently released. Um, and Booking.com is the only OTA that really has done a large survey that we can rely on because um, they have access, obviously. <laughs> uh, so so they, the last survey that they did, they said that 80% of the respondent, uh, of their respondents confirmed that traveling more sustainably, sustainably is important to them. Um, yet, despite the good intentions of travelers, 50% of those didn't, don't know where to find more sustainable options. And roughly the same numbers uh, believe that there's not enough on offer. So, so that's worrying because there's demand, uh, there's not enough uh, supply, right? <laughs> um, and another thing was, and obviously it was very good for Stonica, uh, was that 65% of the respondents would feel better if they stayed in an accommodation that had a sustainability badge. So we need to, we kind of need to come forward. We need to say we're doing something as property managers, as owners, uh, and we need to show and make sure that we're found for it because the demand is there. Mm. And, and Tara, what sort of guests are you getting? Are you, are you getting the, the sustainable travellers specifically searching you out? Um. I think what we're finding is a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. So I think not necessarily people searching to find us out, but I think what we're trying to do with our guest communications and the information that we're presenting to them in the properties is encouraging things like recycling and um, uh, shopping local and, and, and what have you. So I think that is getting them thinking about what they're doing on, on holiday. And a lot of the feedback that, that we're then receiving from them post-stay um, comments on the fact that they really like the fact that we are uh, focused on sustainability and they would definitely book again because of that so they may not have started off on that journey but I think having communication within the whole process from them booking to um, leaving the property definitely encourages them to think about it a bit more um, going mm. forward as well mm. I think the other thing that I find um, as well is that uh, when when you look at the surveys, a lot of people um, do say that they want to be more more uh, responsible and um, would consider a, a sustainable accommodation in, in the next year. But a lot of people will forego that um, if if it's a case of they've been uh, stressed out at work and they just need a break. Um, so I think going back to this whole. Um, idea of having a sustainable badge. I think I think that does need to need to to improve um, because it is difficult to actually find the the accommodation that is serving that purpose. Because um, I think a lot of people think about sustainability as um, not being as refined or luxurious that they've got to give up some some of their 
nice it is, I guess, on the holiday. So I think we've got to really show people that they don't have to um, sacrifice anything on their stay. They, they actually get more from it and they can have a better experience um, by, by adopting a sustainable um, approach to it all. Mm. Well, speaking about a better experience, let's drill down and let's talk about some things that property managers, owners and hosts can do right now to uh, start on their green path journey. Well, would you like to start us off with a couple of things that managers can do right now? Yeah, I mean, the, the first one, and it's always the one uh, that I mentioned first, because it's the most obvious and it's also one of the easiest, is to look at your, your carbon footprint and look at the energy that you consume. Um, so unless you've got, you know, solar panels and, and all the kit so that you actually are not drawing energy, electricity from the network, and great if you can do that. Um, but for most of us, you know, we are using electricity. So one of the first things that you can do is switch to a green energy tariff. So that is a conversation or an email or a click on a website with your energy provider and switch to a green energy tariff. Now, what that means, of course, it's still the same energy coming down the wire to your property or your properties, but that money that you're giving each month or each quarter is going to invest and support renewable energy. And the more of us that can do that, and the more of us that can move away from coal and oil uh, and some of the other polluting uh, fuels, then the quicker we will move to complete sustainability. Um, now, if by chance your provider, depending on where you are in the world, doesn't have that, um, and some don't want to make it so easy for you to see, uh, it should be clearly listed on your bill. Um, but if it isn't, and they don't do it, switch providers it, it isn't complicated it's a really simple process and and switch providers and switch to a green energy tariff it shouldn't cost you any more money but then once you've done it you are getting a great uh, start because your energy that you consume is one of the biggest elements of your footprint um and i'm sure uh, vanessa will tell us how to <laughs> do it even smartly through sustonica <laughs> No, no, no. I just like to add to you, Bob, because this is obviously one of the most important points that we have in our standard. It's uh, switching to renewable energy. But there are some complications in, uh, especially in the US, I found out uh, speaking to US clients. So what you can do in the US, if it's impossible for you to change your, because at times it is impossible to change your, your company, is to get a renewable energy certificate, also called a REC. Um, sometimes called the guarantees of origin. In Europe, it's called guarantees of origin. In the US, called renewable energy certificates. And you can get that through, through a separate company from your, from your electricity company. And I have one, for example, um, called zerolabs.green. Uh, and they're a wonderful company and they provide these certificates and they make sure that you run on renewable energy, even if, you're, even if your company doesn't allow you to do it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can put it in the chat. <laughs> And Tara, one from you or a couple? We've got we've got time for this. This is the important bit. I have more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I we'll mean, we'll do round and round. <laughs> I think for us, as a property manager, it was a bit more challenging to get started because we don't we don't own the properties, so it was looking at how we can um, be sustainable as a business, um, as a in, in that capacity. So. One of the things that we did was we started looking at all of our suppliers um, and we started asking the questions about their um, uh, sustainable policies 
Um, and we tend to only work now with people that have got the same ethos as ourselves. So that's across the across the board from our lending suppliers to our um, the, the heating and electricity for, for our office as well, um, to uh, shopping locally um, as much as possible or buying in bulk um, if we can't get something within the local area. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, <clears throat> one of the basics is the single-use plastics. No more little single amenities anymore, refillable bottles and, and things like that. And, and Tara, you actually touched on it in our episode on the Green Park podcast. To take into account all the things that you purchase, how many miles have they done to get to your business? So really it is looking locally or looking at the green provider suppliers. Yes, that's an important one too. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And I think I think whenever we started on our um, our journey with, with everything, we actually had a conversation with Bob, <laughs> um, who put us in touch with some very good um, suppliers at the time as well. Um, but it was looking at um, all of the, the, the toiletries and cleaning products that we put into the properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we now use uh, uh, environmentally friendly products that are refillable. So we go in and put, just re-top them up every, every booking. Um, and we use the likes of Who Gives a Crap toilet rolls, uh, which again, I think even the fact that they're individually wrapped, I think through the whole COVID um, um, epidemic and everything else, that was actually a really nice touch, but also it's also sustainable as well. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, so it's just really uh, questioning suppliers and then looking at what, what we're actually putting into the properties that we've got control of um, and and trying to make a difference there as much as we possibly can. I think Bob had his finger up first. <laughs> just a quick one. I, I really just want to reinforce and, and support the, the message that Tara got out there because it often isn't spoken enough about, and I know Tara is doing some amazing stuff there, and that is not just what you do within your own company or, or with your, your hosts if you're managing uh, a lot of properties, but how you use your money, how you amplify your message. So, you know, for us, a small business in in, in Italy, you know, just six apartments, uh, you know, we can reach our customers, and we, uh, but that isn't enough. Reaching your suppliers is really important, as Tara said, and it's a great way of how you spend your euro or your dollar to amplify your message and give only to companies who are doing them doing something themselves for the planet or the community. So it's a really great way of 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 supporting um, the the whole industry. And so I wanted to support mm. Tara in that message. And while I'm mm. speaking, I'll just follow on and say the the other thing. And there are so many we could we could talk more about them. But mm. you know, we've spoken a lot about this. But um, you know, another important one is is switching over to LED lights. So as as you go around and, and your lights start to go, switch to LED lights. Obviously, it's the latest technology. You use a fraction of the energy, and therefore you'll spend a lot less on your energy. They last for so much longer, so you won't be changing them out regularly. Um, and and the reason that they're so efficient is because unlike the old style lights, they're not giving out heat. They're, they're cool to the touch. So they're they're very efficient in, in the energy that they use, and and you a typical home can can save a couple of hundred or more uh, dollars a year if they switch to the LED lights. So that's certainly one thing for you to to think about. Mm. And Vanessa, 
<laughs> no, I like the point that Tara made that obviously you don't have control over everything, right? Uh, some managers would, would have control because uh, they take care of everything, but others, you know, they need the, the support of the owners. There's one thing that the managers that we work with have, have done a lot of work uh, to, to pass the, the standard into, and that is the, the digital guidebooks. So your digital guidebooks that you give to, to, your, to your guests, you know, have a list of volunteering, local volunteering work, for example, a list of local heritage sites, um, list of off the beaten path sites, list of locally produced foods, list of vegetarian restaurants, um, list of EV charging stations, because mm. people come with their cars, uh, they may, they may decide to rent a car and if they know that they can rent an electrical car because you gave them a list and you said it's easy um, and there's another one that's uh, in Paris now there's loads of uh, uh, water stations uh, in the streets so a list of nearby water stations so instead of buying plastic bottles for your water you would go and refill your glass bottles uh, at least at nearby water stations so there's things like this that you can do they're very effective and on top of it as a property manager it comes from you and it shows your um your let's say your willingness to to help the, the issue well i'm going to add one too oh my turn bob sorry <laughs> i'm going to add one too years before i even thought about sustainability or didn't really know much about it I was providing um, shopping bags. Well, actually, they were more for beach bags, but they were also shopping bags. And it was a big house, so they were paying a lot of money. So I actually, I, it was actually an expensive uh, jute bag, but with my logo on it. And I figured, well, my logo can go shopping and it can go around the world. So it's not only great for the environment, but it's a great marketing tool too. So whether it's a tote bag or a shopping bag, then why not leave one for every booking? then your logo gets around the world and you help with the plastics. Good. Anyway, who's next? Sorry. <laughs> Bob. Just again, I wanted to support something that Vanessa's just said, talking about digital, digital guides. That's really important. Mm. Um, and also some of the digital guides are now starting to put in default sections around sustainability so that the, the, the prompt is already there. So when you, you sign up, and I, I've put you with a link in there for Touch Day, but others are, are going to be doing it too. Um, there is, you know, there's make a difference section where you, they've already got some prompts there for you because actually a lot, a lot of people are doing stuff, but they don't actually take time to stop and reflect about how much they've achieved. And it's only when you start to document it and you write it down and you you put it somewhere, you go, oh, actually, I'm actually doing quite a lot of stuff here. Um, and I always think of, of, of these things as, you know, as a sort of a, a really positive circle. Once you get started on things, it's self-reinforcing because you see that it works. It really helps you, your guests. It helps the planet. It helps your business you can make money out of this it's not you you're not just doing it for, for the good of the planet and, and to be an ethical person it's actually good for your business too and when you start to reflect on that it sort of encourages you to take the next step so definitely the digital guide is is a real good one um, mm. and I would add to that that when you're looking at your website you know think about where your website is hosted mm. so again servers around the world uh, are producing uh, the same amount of, gl of global greenhouse gases as flying. Everyone talks about flying being bad and we should cut down on flying, but nobody talks about the internet and websites. 
So think about how you can run your website on green technology, which is, you know, going to an organization called the, the Green Web Foundation, and you can instantly see for any organization whether the servers that run that uh, are run on green technology. I'll put a link uh, in, the, in the chat at the moment. Um, mm. So that is another way of just trying to, all these things are quite small, but they add up to quite a lot. So it's just about knocking them off one at a time. Mm. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> Um, no, I love the website. In fact, I need to check my own <laughs> if it's uh, if it's on green uh, on green energy. Um, there's another one that's really really effective, and for people who are listening who like a bit of tech, and that's the occupancy sensors. The occupancy sensors is an incredible tool, uh, cheap to install, cheap to run, and it basically turns on turns on and off the air conditioning and the heating and the lights, if you wanted to, as, uh, as, uh, as guests are leaving. And mm. um, I'm, I find it incredible that we don't all have that in the industry because you can save so much energy by having one of these little tools uh, installed. Um, so I highly recommend doing that. Mm. Hotels have it. I remember years and years ago, I asked an electrician, can I do that thing? You know where they put the key in to turn the electricity on? But uh, yep, now they have it, and it is a really important thing when when the uh, when the guests are at the beach all day and the aircon's running for six hours and unnecessarily. It's a very important thing. Yeah. In fact, I believe Aperto, who is uh, one of the sponsors of Rent Responsibly, uh, I have have this tool, so they they'd be good to look at. Yes, okay. And in Europe, in Europe, Modo Smart. Um, Modo Smart. Yeah. 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 yeah great. And Tara, was your hand going to go up? It, it was going to go up. I, I think another thing that um, we found um, as well is that, uh, and there's growing evidence to support this as well, is that having a sustainable brand actually improves brand image. Um, and that also helps to um, uh, attract good employees and good, good support because uh, people want to feel like they're working and they're part of a, a good cause. Um, and I think it also is the whole um, conscious, um, uh, you know, it, it feels more conscious that, that you're going to look after um, the staff, et cetera, as well. Um, so we've really focused on that, that piece and we've attracted in some really good um, cleaning and uh, contractors as well. Um, we also um, try to pay fair wages um, and we see that as very much part of the whole sustainability piece as well, because that's if you're supporting people in your local community then there's more money for them to spend and support the community further as well and mm. um, so we pay fair wages to to um, all of the cleaners and hospitality is notorious for paying low um, mm. and unexpected but it, it's a tough job it is a hard job we all put in lots of hours it's seven days a week so we, mm. you know we should be, be paying um, staff well for that um, and I think by by having, by marrying those two pieces together, um, the, the brand image and attracting uh, attracting the right people, um, we've got more longevity, I think, in terms of, of you know, the, the, the whole business and, and how we can grow um, and sustain that, that growth as well. Mm. I know we can sit here and talk about this for hours, but we have to move on because time is running. Yeah. So property managers have put some of these things into place. How are they going to market this to these travelers that are looking for these sustainable properties? What are some ways that they can do to, what are some of the things they can do to get the word out to these travelers and guests? 
that they do about what they're doing. Vanessa, would you like to start? Sure. So obviously, and uh, as Tara said, it's um, it's the whole guest experience journey helps you helps you you know promote the fact that you're a sustainable brand. Mm. So touching already your existing guests with uh, with emails and inside the property, showing what you're doing, um, being very clear about it. We recommend having a sustainability chart. Um, then your website is a crucial place as uh, you know, hopefully you're doing some efforts in terms of book direct. Um, people land on your website and here you have a real good opportunity to show uh, what you're doing. Um, then you have some sadly few uh, um, OTAs are focused on uh, sustainability. Um, I can't say that, I mean, uh, looking at stats, I, they're, they're, they're probably not as wide reaching as the large OTAs as usual, you know, they're niche. Um, but uh, however, I think it would be good if you're retaking it seriously to be present on these sites and to say that you are on, for example, eco, bnb, uh, com, et cetera. Um, but obviously not expecting that you're going to fill uh, your calendar all year uh, unlikely. So then there's the big OTAs, right? Uh, where you want to be able to be part of their filter. And, uh, and that's where uh, Sustonica will come in and, uh, and help you be part of the filter, booking.com, Airbnb, Expedia, Verbo, et cetera. Um, so that's what, what we're aiming at to because the, I mean, without spending too much time on Sustainable now, but the, the hotels have 200 certifications. So they have a way of selling themselves. You know, uh, they pay thousands and thousands of dollars for that, for those certifications, and it takes time. And, and the, but then there are on Booking.com, et cetera, sustainable property. So, so we need some, we need, we need, we need that too. And we don't have it yet because there are no uh, certifications for vacation rentals. Mm. Um, for various reasons so but yes the end game I, I think to to get your sustainable property in front of as many people as possible is to be in those filters uh, of the big OTAs because mm, they are coming yeah and you know they're go they're going to push them I mean the OTAs want it uh, mm. and they're going to push the market what what we think will happen eventually is that you will not be able uh, to rent your property if it's not uh, okay enough uh, in terms of uh, sustainability uh, mm. eventually hopefully uh, sooner rather than later mm. um, you know be, they will force us um, that and local governments will force us to do things so it's best to already start and start on the green path and uh, and and do everything that you can to to, sh to show that you are doing something because it, mm -hmm. it, it can only reward you in terms of marketing, in terms of the local uh, community, in terms mm -hmm. of the lawmakers. Um, yeah. Yeah, makes you look good for the regulations. Yeah. Tara or Bob, have you got something to add there too? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think everything that Vanessa said, those are the kind of um, things that we've tried to, to do for our business. Um, uh, I think for us looking at like booking.com at the minute, their sustainability criteria is still very hotel focused, in my opinion. Um, so it's still asking you if you want daily bed change and if guests can ask to um, avoid uh, daily bed changing. And if you're sourcing food uh, locally and organically, which obviously for most holiday lets, we're not actually doing any of that. 
So um, the questions aren't very much um, in our favour at all at the minute. So I think that's probably one of the big reasons why most people aren't actually even, haven't even got a sustainability badge on most of the OTAs at the minute. So I think there's there's a lot of room. So I'm really interested to see what Sistonica, mm. how that how that bridges the gap. Um, I'd definitely mm. be interested. Um, we looked at, for our business, um, accreditation as well. Um, in, uh, in the UK, we've got green tourism, which I think does uh, cover Europe as well, but that's very much property focused um, and a lot of that, again, we're not in control of. Um, so we try to look and see if there was something that fit at, fit at our needs more. Um, and we end up going down the route of REST accreditation through quality and tourism, which is responsible, ethical, sustainable tourism, a bit of a mouthful, but um, it basically um, was more bespoke for, for us. And it, it, they looked at um, how our business operated and how we could make a difference. And then every year we um, go through a process again with them where they look at what steps we've actually taken that we said we were going to take. Mm. Um, so that's been a, an interesting process for us. And, and obviously then we've got the badge uh, for that there as well. Mm. Um, otherwise, I think it's really um, reviews. Um, so it's trying to do the best that we can and get the guest communication out um, uh, before, during and after the stay so that people are actually reviewing and commenting about um, the fact that they like like us being sustainable because that word of mouth is going to be some of the best PR that we'll, we'll ever get. Um, so it's trying to encourage that that, that as well mm. um, and yeah I think just emails other, otherwise it's just really trying to um, always include a little bit um, about our sustainable approach and that's on most of our listings as well we've got a sustainability statement um, mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah just just back on the uh, on the OTA comment that you made um, Holodoo they do have a um, a um, a badge on Holodoo, and I got some stats from the lovely Enrique from uh, Holodoo. Um, 11.51% 11, 11 increase in clicks on the properties that have the sustainability badge, and 28.73 click to book increase. So people are looking, and when they're, you know, they are looking for those badges. So um, get a badge, get an accreditation. Uh, people are looking, and there's little supply. Bob, were you going to add something? Yeah, I, again, just supporting what Vanessa and, and Tara have said, you know, speaking to hundreds of people in the industry around this and, you know, everybody has some level of confusion about what they can do, what they should do, where they should start. I mean, that's why I launched Environmental and I'm sure we'll come on to talk about that a little bit uh, and other things. But, you know, when you when you think about it, it, it's just about getting started and, and, and starting on a path and taking some steps. But then, as, 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 as was just been said, what you do need to do is you need to document it. You need to market yourself. You need to communicate that. What is the point of doing this stuff if nobody knows about it? You know, we all know what greenwashing is, where people are pretending that the impact is greater than it is. Well, there's also green hushing green hushing where you're doing stuff but then you don't talk about it and it's just total madness so i always say to people even if it's two or three small things get a page on your website explain what you're doing be honest don't greenwash say mm. you're starting a journey say that you're gonna you know join sustonica and get a badge and you'll keep improving it year on year 
talk about what you're going to do. People won't judge you, won't criticize you uh, for starting out. We've all got to start somewhere. It's get, get something started, but then document it. You know, yeah. as, as has been said, get it in your digital guide, get it on your website, get a badge, get an accreditation, you know, blog about it, talk about it. And then even, you know, uh, the press love when people are doing stuff around sustainability. Approach some press, to see if you can get some press about it. And mm. as you develop, you know, then start to enter for some of these, for some of the sustainability awards in our mm. industry. It's mm. a fantastic, it's a fantastic buzz if you get shortlisted. And as you develop and as you improve, hey, you may just win one of them. So go for it. You know, <laughs> come it, it, on, we can do this. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a drug. I always say it's like potato chips. You just, once you start, you just can't stop. I love that analogy. Yeah. yeah. We're going to move on because time is ticking. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're back to a why. Why should property managers listen to this? Why should they be taking notes? What, can, what are the benefits of them if they actually listen? Besides a cleaner planet, what do they get out of this if they take some of these steps? Who wants to start? Go for it. Vanessa? Um. Well, one of the things, the feedback I got, which I didn't realize I would, I would get from property managers is that it, um, it gave them an excuse to go to their owners and get the owners to update the property. Because some of the properties that you have on the management may be a little bit oldish and owners are not really willing to do anything, to go through it. And, and so do, speaking the sustainability talk, and saying, you know, we're going to attract more guests because, you know, we're, we're going through the sustainability journey, um, help them to go and update, uh, the owners to go and update their properties. Mm -hmm. and, and that's wonderful because as, as property managers know, you know, some owners are not very willing to mm. work with you. Mm -hmm. um, but, but because the word sustainability does resonate more and more uh, with consumers or, and with owners, um, it has a it, it has an impact. I wasn't expecting that, sure, I must say, but mm. but that's one of the wonderful mm. things that happens mm. because because mm. of. I'm going to throw one in now. Well, basically, if there are guests looking for properties and there's not enough supply, and one day there are going to be filters on the OTAs that will direct the guests exactly to the supply, then get ahead of everyone else and do it now. You will basically be ahead of the market if you do it now because there are too few properties out there and people will find you. And also one more thing, in the UK, uh, there is going to be um, a minimum requirement for a property to have a certain rating, C plus rating in the UK. It might happen in the US too. You might not be able to rent a property unless you have a certain rating, sustainability rating, green rating. So get in and do it now before everyone else does get ready bob would you like to answer add to that yeah i mean there, there are so many great benefits and yeah. by the way if you want the shortcut go to the home page for environmental they're all listed <laughs> on the home page there <laughs> they're all there and and you know it's really about doing it because it's good for your business as well so mm. what you will find is you will find you will collect these really loyal dedicated guests who love what you're doing and really appreciate it and go home more satisfied and they will give you a better review a more nuanced review a richer review they will come back they will refer their friends and family i know it works from my experience of 18 years of doing it people really appreciate that you've made the difference and you've started to align the values of your business 
with the values of your community and the people who come and stay with you. And people really love that when they go home and they go, yeah, those people are doing the sort of things that I'm trying to do. I like that. I'm going to encourage that. I'm going to go back. It's really good for your business and mm. it's really good for your repeat rate and for your mm. reviews. So mm. uh, definitely that's one that I would recommend. Mm. And Tara? I, think, I, I was just going to say, I think in addition to just to what everybody's already said, um, I think you, you're also helping your owners save money. You're reducing their costs. So they're going to make more money. So they're going to be happier with what you're you're doing with them. They're going to be um, wanting to, to stay on board with you to to because you're 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 taking them on that journey with with you aren't aren't mm. they so um i think more profit for everybody at the end of the day is uh, mm. going to make happy people <laughs> yeah. and Vanessa, i have another important one and i think this is the right forum to talk about it and that's mm. regulations right mm. so we all have to i mean all property managers were serious property managers were looking for long-term business and to stay, to remain in business, have to be involved in the, in the local laws around STR. And so um, take, having a, a really strong sustainability aspect to your business is another signal for the local uh, lawmakers that you are, that you're a serious business and that you take, your, that you take what you do in a very serious fashion. Um, and so not only do you, to make sure that you have uh, that you consume less energy, but you also attract the right kind of guests, right? Mm. Attract guests that are respectful of the environment, respectful of the community. Um, so this all helps in this brand image that we need to to push to the local uh, to the local regulation regulators, let's say, yeah. to the local makers. Um, yeah, I think that's really important for long term. Yeah, yeah. Any more to add? We got the next se next session to go. <laughs> next section. We're at a people, places, and planet event. We've talked about the planet and the environment. What about the people and the places part? How do we fit in? How does that fit in with with property managers? Bob, would you like to start? Would you like yeah. to explain actually the people and places? what that means in terms of sustainability and then how, you know, it works within the short-term rental industry. Well, the people, places and planet obviously is, is part of the mission statement of Rent Responsibly and they've, yes. they've defined that in their way. Um, mm. But a, a lot of people also talk about it in terms of the three Ps, you know, um, which is, you know, your profits, uh, your people and the planet. So it's a very similar model. Mm. And the idea is really that you can best measure a really successful organization by what they're doing around those three P's. And so, you know, if you're in a, if you're an organization who's making profit and, and obviously many organizations, that is their purpose. That's absolutely fine. There's nothing to be shameful about making profit, but at the same time, also consider the people that work for you, the people in your local community, the people in, in your network, and how you can care and look after them in the way Tara was talking about minimum wage and, and how mm -hmm. you pay people appropriately. And then also in the planet, which is all the things that we've been talking about, is how you can do the right thing by the planet. And, and many organisations 
take those three P's as a way of judging their success. It isn't just about how much profit they can make. It's also about the people and the planet or the places in this case with Rent Responsibly. So it's, it's about shifting your mindset about how you judge success, which isn't always just about how many dollars you can make at the end of the day. Mm-mm. And Vanessa? I don't really have anything to add to that. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's in a nutshell, that's really where we're at. And the wonderful thing is, in fact, I learned one thing, is that at the school of my children, they teach people kind of profit. And so one can expect that this is the way that companies will be run uh, more and more in the future. They're already learning about this. So, mm. so that's mm. great. And, and you did touch on this, Tara, and, and I think it is about the uh, you know buying local the local suppliers things like that is there any anything more to add about the local yeah I mean I think sometimes when it comes to sustainability I think people want to do something and play a part but I think sometimes the whole protect the planet seems too big a, a too big a task and people feel that them as a as an individual won't be able to make a difference and I think really it's about engaging that uh, engaging everybody and, and, and um, I guess educating as to you know how, how they can make a difference to themselves and to the communities that they're working within. Um, mm. in, in my opinion, I think sustainability goes really hand in hand with well-being um, and, and you know we've, we've got a crisis in, uh, around the world in terms of health and, and things as well. Um, so I think if we can start off by showing people the little things um, and even just reducing plastics or using environmentally friendly products, shopping local, eating fresh food from, from the locally made restaurants or cafes, rather than having something that's flown around the world or that's, you know, that's not even in season, we're not even getting good nutrition anymore. Mm. Um, so I think by bringing it back into to simple um, you know, go and buy, you know, your fresh fruit and vegetables from the local green greengrocers or go to the, the nice vegetarian restaurant. Um, I think that actually encourages new behaviours, new habits um, mm-hmm. and, and engages the community a bit more as well. I think, yeah, the whole thing about community, I think, you know, buying the soap, potentially your soap from some local supplier or the, the pastries that you offer your, your guests, things like that. When it comes to that dirty word of regulations, when you have the community behind you because you've all been working together to give guests an amazing experience, your guests can go and buy that soap if they like it or they can go buy a packet of biscuits from that lovely bakery. Everyone's working together. And I think when it comes to regulation, you have the community support behind you too. Now, uh, David's just popped into the room. This could be a bad sign. Uh, We're gonna start wrapping up. In the last few minutes, Bob and Vanessa, can you please give us a one or two minute rundown on what does Environmental and Sustonica do? I'm sure everyone's got an idea now, but please go for okay. it before we get kicked okay. off. Bob, I'll, you I'll take mine, I take yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a challenge. <laughs> go for it. Um, Okay, environmental. Yeah, it, it really came about because when I'm talking to property managers, I was at conference last year, there were hundred property, hundreds of property managers in the room. I asked them all to stand up. I said, stay standing if you believe sustainability should be a part of your business. 99% of them stayed on their feet. I expected it to be the case. The second question, now how many of you actually done something around sustainability? Stay on your feet. 95% of people sit down. 
they're clever, intelligent, articulate people, but they haven't got their head around what sustainability means, where to start and how to do it. So I put, I put EnviroRental together with everything that you can think of around sustainability and short-term rentals and nothing else is on that website. Your, your, your amazing podcast is on there, of course, Deborah. We've got case studies, we've got webinars, we've got blogs, we've got a roadmap. Everything is totally free because we want no barriers to entry. We want people to act, as I was saying at the beginning, People need to act and they need to take action now. So everything is free and we're using our partners and our sponsors to help get that information out. So I would encourage you to go to envirorental.earth and just register your details. And then you will find everything we've talked about here and so much more on that website, including a roadmap which will guide you gently on the steps you can take at the pace that you can, you can feel comfortable with and it's all written in business language, not just around saving the planet, but what it will mean for your business, how you can be more successful and how you can uh, grow your business. Because at the end of the day, that's what most people want to do. But it's free. There are absolutely no costs. You've got nothing to lose. Go on there, have a look around uh, and email us and we'll help you. Thank you, Bob. And Vanessa? Well, we're the continuations of Bob's work, really. Once you've started on, on your path with EnviroRental and listening to the podcast and taking ideas from Tara, uh, you can come to us and, and go through a three simple step process, um, which costs a minimal fee of 40 euros or $40 these days. And you get your badge at the end. We ask you, for, we ask you to comply with 20% of our criteria. We put that number low because we wanted to increase every year, but we wanted to enter this world of sustainability and really check our standards, check our criteria, find out what you can do um, and, and get your badge. Uh, that's it. It's uh, really simple um, and straightforward. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we hope it gives you good ideas as to what you can do. And as I said, it's very much based on what environmental recommends. So, Great. So worth looking into. Tara, Tara okay. if anyone wants to go and stay in environmentally friendly places in Scotland, Tara's the woman. <laughs> Get in touch. <laughs> Fantastic. And if you'd like to know more about all of these, uh, all of these guests and what they've done and what they're doing, you can always listen to their episode on the Green Path podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much, David. Thank you very much, Rent Responsibly, for having us. And thank you, panelists. Thank you. What, a, what a panel that was. I took enough notes to fill a notebook here. I know we're going to be sharing the takeaways uh, subsequently, but I, I did want to call out in about my 60 to 90 seconds left some of the key takeaways that I found that I just thought were brilliant. Uh, so if you'll indulge me, Bob had this point of, what is the point of doing this stuff if you don't talk about it? I had not heard the phrase green hushing, but let's let's elevate that because let's talk more about what we're doing and signpost it. Mm -hmm. uh, Tara had a great point about if you can't control the whole home, think of your suppliers. And I had not heard of who gives a crap, which I then Googled and it's sustainable toilet paper. So that's an easy one that is quite memorable. 
she also talked about improving your brand image in the way that will help you attract and keep your employees. We all know the labor shortage and labor is so important. Uh, Vanessa, you shared with us how to make it easy for your guests and owners to be green. So from the guest side, you can point out EV charger stations, locations, water stations, and the occupancy sensors. But on the owner side, which you know, you can't always get the owners to update the property, but explain to them the value, explain the, the savings. And I, I think that's a brilliant way to solve two birds with one stone. And then Debbie, brilliant at the end, just said, simply get ahead of the market, right? If there's not enough supply and plenty of demand, just get ahead. I think those are all brilliant, brilliant suggestions, many, many more. Uh, we will share them out. With that, we wanna to turn to our next session. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and were at least a little bit inspired. If you'd like to catch up on the other episodes that you've missed, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com. See you next time.